guys and welcome to episode 66.23478 of Crave the Book series. Um, Starla and Mr. Moore, her husband, have had a catastrophic event happen to their computers today. Uh, so they've been unable to A, record and B, edit. So me and Mr. Amber Marie are stepping in to do today's episode um so a warm welcome to my husband mr amber marie aka hudson hubson that was very smooth hello amber well i every time i say husband i say my husband my hudson my hudson husband and it's really difficult to say without saying it so yeah um mr amber marie aka scott aka hudson (laughs) is uh, is going to is scott he's going to give me some some quiz questions about the series it is it is a supplementary episode this one um it was just about an hour ago um we found out about some technical issues and we sort of threw some ideas together um i have got a a crave ultimate fan quiz to ask you uh, (laughs) and uh the listeners can listen along and i am the ultimate fan i mean you are the ultimate fan um, and I have 10 passages that I'm going to read to you from the series. Uh, and okay. you just have to tell me the book and the chapter. You get, a, you get a point for the book and a point for the chapter. We did say the page number. I think that's very difficult. They, yeah, that might be a bit difficult. Yeah. Um, and, and just to reiterate to anybody who is listening, it'll only be from Crave, Crush and cover because those are the only books I have it as a physical copy. As a physical copy, yes. Uh, also, uh, do you know what the quiz covered? Uh, yes, I do actually. Um, this is this is this is what it says: um, a fun quiz for those who love the Crave series. Questions from Crave, Crush, Covert, and the Cadmere Academy, uh, an insider's guide. So okay. You you've read that? Yes. Okay. Well, I've, I've read them all. It's just whether the listeners have. Okay. So if you have not read any of those, then you may be in for a spoiler. However, I, I don't think that they're going to be too catastrophic because they're a quiz. You are up to chapter one hundred and one in the podcast. There are mm-hmm. more than that. There are slightly more than that. I don't. I didn't want to spoil it because I think one of the questions is how many chapters are in that book. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> oh so, no. <laughs> so I didn't want to. T- oh, I, I didn't want to tell you the answer to that one. Um, oh, okay. But yes, I I have gone through this quiz myself. I got nineteen percent. Um, that put. Did me, you try? I tried to. I tried to get to the end, to see how <laughs> the answers were given. So it was nineteen percent of pure luck, not nineteen percent of. I did that's an- how much of the universe you know. I did answer one correctly because I knew it. Ah, yeah. So yeah, okay. we we had the fun quiz, and we have some um, excerpts from the book for me to read. Uh, and finally, the third section will be uh, an AMA, uh, some questions for you, that were posted on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. And those handles are. Um. So if you are on Facebook, you want to go to Crave the Book Podcast Tea Room. Uh, tea spelled is in the drink, uh, or spilling gossip. And on Instagram, it is at Crave Series Aesthetic. Okay. 
and uh, we've got a little um, kind of community specifically for the podcast in the tea room on the Facebook group, whereas the Instagram is just generic Instagram for the series. It's not podcast specific. But always keep an eye out on a Tuesday because you never Mm -hmm. know what questions will be asked. And it's a good way to get involved and maybe even get your stuff read out. Yes. So we have a few AMA stuff already, but I think we should leave that to the very end. It gives more people time to see it. Sure. Uh, So which section would you like to do first? Would you like to do the Crave Ultimate Fan Quiz? Or... <laughs> I, th- I think I think we got to go for the, the fan quiz because it will okay. give me a good warm up for knowing where the passages are, and it also will make me crushingly sad that I do not know the series as well as I think I do. Okay, I'm going to enter your name into the website. I don't know. That. Oh, I, no. don't, I don't know how that. It was a record us. for everyone to see. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to enter the name Crave the Book Podcast. Now. So the, the the results are going to be posted for everybody. I yeah, I think there is a shareable section at the end. So. You should share it into the tea room at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so is it going to tell me which Crave series character I am? At the end no, no, no. I don't think it does. I think it just tells you how ultimate of a fan you are. Oh, now, I am the ultimatist. You are. You are. Now these are multiple choice, and for anybody who would like to go and do this quiz uh, on their website. This is just a uquiz.com forward slash quiz forward slash questions and then a jumble of letters and numbers. It will be the same question as I'm about to ask. I have gone through this a couple of times. URL. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not a bitly. Now, these questions are multiple choice, but we have decided okay. that I'm not going to give you the multiple choice. No, because you are the challenge ultimate mode fan. hard. You are the ultimate fan, so you don't even need the multiple choice. But can I phone a friend? You get three multiple choice. Yeah, you get three uh, phone of friends to, okay. to receive some multiple choice questions. Okay. Okay. Yes. Are you ready? I I am. I'm nervous though. Okay. <clears throat> Who said you don't have a clue what real power is, Grace? If you did, if you knew what I could do, you wouldn't have to ask me these questions because you'd already know the answers. Hudson. It, it, you, you're going already straight in. Hudson is Hudson. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Can you tell me the book that came from? Because I have that here. Um, I'm going to say, crush. Nailed it. You crushed it. Hudson says I did, this. I, I crushed. Crush. I crushed that. Uh, question two. Yes. Who raised Jackson? Um, that would be Delilah, his mother. Okay. Good news is that is an option. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Incorrect. Was it his father Cyrus? The blood letter raised Jackson. That's 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 bullshit. Is it? That's bollocks. See, you're gonna have to bollocks. You're gonna have to pull pull this up because I can't vet this. Rubbish. Okay. Then maybe outcry. I mean, she she did. She was like basically a grandmother for a bit. Okay. Right. Uh, so you're you have one correct at the moment. God damn it! Um, question Technicality. Th- que- <laughs> okay, you are one and a half. <laughs> question three: What color are Macy's eyes? Oh God! What color are Macy's eyes? Green. 
Good news is green is an option. <laughs> is that what you're going with? Yeah. Okay. It's a guess. It's a guess. Okay. She can change the colour of her hair and everything, but no one ever told me what colour her eyes were. <laughs> that is incorrect. No! Her eyes are blue. Blue? Grace mentions the colour in Covet before... Once. Before... <laughs> Grace mentions the colour in Covert before Xavier's funeral in the beginning of the book. I'd be interested to know how many people know this answer. Well, every one of your listeners, because they are <laughs> ultimate fans. They wouldn't oh, be, no. They wouldn't be ultimate fans if they didn't listen to this. Oh. <clears throat> Embarrassed. The name Katmir pays homage to... And you have to choose two, two options here. Two options um, mm. will be Meerkat... Or Hogwarts. It was a play. It's a play on words from meerkat, catmere, because Hogwarts was a play on words from warthog. Okay, I have five options here. Okay. Harry Potter is one of the options, so I will say. Yeah. I will say that's one. Yes. Uh huh. And Lion King. The Lion King is an option. Okay. Well. Is that what you're I'm going with? Meerkat and Hogwarts. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's Warthog. those. That's a very Mere good choice. Cat. It's, it's a Timon and Pumba. I'm going to preface this, by the way. We are recording in two separate rooms. You can't see my screen at all. No, <laughs> I can't. We, we haven't actually said that. We're two doors away from each other. Yeah. Okay. I can feel you through the wall. That is correct. Yeah! Tracy pays homage to Harry Potter and the Lion King. This answer can be found in the Q&A portion of the Catmere Academy, The Insider's Guide. I'm glad that Check I got that one out. correct. But you don't know Macy's eyes. No. Okay. Question five. Calder is a siren. True or false? False. Or straight in there. False. She's a manticore. That is correct. Calder yeah. is a manticore. Yeah. <laughs> huh? A Calder is a manticore. Oh, I said, what's a manticore? No, 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 um, Calder is a to, manticore. To be honest, still to this day, I don't really know. <laughs> um, are you keeping track of this? Because unless we do the whole quiz, I don't know what your... Uh... I mean, as long as you can tell me how many there were in total questions, mm -hmm. I will be able to say, so far, I got two wrong. Okay. Oh, is that what you're getting hung up on? Is the wrong... Oh, well, obviously. Okay, that's fine. Well, question six. What is the first song by Harry Styles that is played in the Crave series? Watermelon Sugar straight in not even giving your <laughs> listeners a chance to answer that do you want to know why why i know that because we have a playlist on spotify and it is called the crave series songs all in order and the first song is harry Styles watermelon Show. oh i see okay so you've you've done a bit of research into this i have okay you should leave a little break though you should leave a and little this break. is where i get it wrong <laughs> that is correct Yes. Grace finds Macy dancing to watermelon sugar in their room after her shower. Grace is also wearing a Harry Styles t-shirt from the first solo tour. Okay. Harry Styles is, is a big component of these. these Question books. seven. How many chapters does Covet have? <laughs> I'm going to say... Uh, by the way, I'm going to put this is in brackets. Not including Hudson's POV... And exclusive Dragon Witch Vampire Court chapters. This does not include those base chapters. 209. 
See, this, you might need the answers here. Because this isn't something I type in, it's just choosing five. Okay. Uh, Can is... I phone a friend for the answers? I, okay, I will give you five options. Mm-hmm. 101. No. 123. No. 125. 161. 178. So you were quite far. 178. You were quite far with your first guess. 178. 178. The only reason I guessed 209 was because I feel like we're about two thirds of the way through. And but you're... then the big chapters start happening. The fat chapters. Okay. Okay. Our survey says incorrect. <gasps> no. You were so close with the answer. You said we are about two thirds of the way and you're on chapter 101. Mm-hmm. So if you were two thirds of the way at 101. It'd be 150 odd. 161. But yeah, the chapters start getting really fat. <laughs> this is this is why when you do an exam, you get one point for working out and one point for the answer. You would have got one point for the working out. Thank you. That's all right. <laughs> I'm not keeping track though. You've lost. Yeah, that was a point. Yeah, that was a that was a question you got wrong. So the question I got wrong. However, if I got a point anyway, that means that. Uh, you can have a point for working out right. <laughs> the points don't count. The points don't matter. You can't trade them in for anything at the end. <clears throat> Question eight. Covet was originally named... Dot, dot, dot. Oh. Um. Is this... Uh, you already Crown? kind of know the answer... Well, no, I'm just, no, I have no okay. idea. Okay, I didn't crown, know if you were leaving crown. a gap for your listeners. Crown? 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 I'm trying to think of something. That, what are the answer? Um, can I phone a friend and find out what the suggestions are? Shh. I'm hoping one is crab. <laughs> uh, no, okay, well, I can give you those. Yes, I'm ready. Court. The order got switched. Interesting. Crown. Cloud. It's always been covered. Now that you have that, does that change your mind in any way? Crown. You're sticking with Crown. That is correct. Crown was the name of the third book in the series until it became covered. I did not know that. And yet I still managed to guess correctly. I had no source there, so that could be made up. Uh, yeah, the reason that I thought that was because I think when I was waiting for it to be released... I saw it on Amazon, but it had not been translated yet, and the name was Crown in another language. That is very specific. <laughs> okay, right. Question nine. Hudson has chapters from his POV at the end of every book so far. True or false? Keep in mind, this is the first three books. False, because Crave wouldn't have... Maybe. And why do you think uh, Crave? He wouldn't have one in Crave? Um, because you still don't know who it is until quite a few chapters into uh, Chump to, to um, Crush. Hudson does not have chapters from his POV in Crave. Jackson does. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Back when Jackson was all important. <clears throat> this is question 10. <laughs> this is, I'm going to have to type this one. 
Type it. Yep. Finish okay. the chapter title. Okay. Turns out the devil wears. Dot dot dot. Turns out the devil wears. It's either Gucci or Armani. I'm thinking Armani because at no point does she think that Jackson is the devil. Where she thinks Hudson is the devil. So therefore, Armani. That is correct. Nice. And I spelled Armani right. Woo. Both <laughs> both game points today. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that we've done ten questions there. How does that how does that feel? Do we want to press on a few more? Yeah. I I think I I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling confident okay. that I can rekindle rekindle re <laughs> re establish my intensity as a fan. Okay. By doing more. Okay. There are ten more. So we're at the halfway okay. mark. Okay. We can always cut some bad questions out in post. <laughs> oh, this all the ones I got were wrong. <laughs> this is a weird one. I am going to give you the I'm going to give the two options here for the answers because it's a bit ambiguous. Okay. What did the fandom do when Jackson and Grace broke up? They cried or they celebrated? Can it not be a bit of both? There are there are people that are still Team Jackson and they cried but there are people that were firmly team hudson the whole time and were like oh thank god i mean i didn't write the quiz can you select both <laughs> uh, the answer please choose one what Cheered, did the fan celebrated. what did the fandom do when jackson and grace broke up you're going to say celebrated celebrated and why i'm hoping that a lot of people were more team hudson than team jackson is that your your basis for this yeah okay Correct. I have no other information. That doesn't feel like a true. Like does, doesn't feel like a question that has a correct answer. That was yeah. a trick question. Yeah. There were people that really are upset that Jackson. See now this this question feels like it does have a, a correct answer. An incorrect answer. No, it has a correct answer. <laughs> just just leave a little break after I finish it. Who did Macy almost date in Crush? Who did Macy date? Who did Macy almost date in Crush? I mean, uh, who, who, what's your first answer to that? Uh, that you think it might be? Almost date. I mean, does she date somebody else? Well, she she dates Xavier. Okay. I mean, uh, this is what the question says. This is what the the examiner has written. Who did Macy almost date in Crush? Is is Xavier uh, an option? Xavier is an option. I, I mean, I would put that. I mean, he, they dated. What what is what is a what is the? Yeah, I mean, how can you not be dating? Sure, Xavier. Uh, it says correct. Macy and Xavier had a crush on each other before he died at the end of the book. They went to the the observatory. They had a date. Fuck. I mean. Uh, then technicality technicality i guess well i mean you got it right what do you want more points got more points on top <laughs> of your points oh this one this one might be difficult it might be difficult might be very easy question 13 who won heads up during grace's birthday party heads up who won oh, heads God. up exclamation uh, mark um... during grace's birthday party 
Jackson because you declared it's just like charades. Okay. Uh, Jackson is an option. That's good. Correct. According to Grace, Jackson kicked everybody's ass. <laughs> I'd be interested to know when you did your quiz round um, which questions you got right by fluke because if one of them is what colour is Macy's eyes I'm going to be pissed uh, no the one that I got correct was the chapters um, and covers <laughs> yeah, yeah oh okay but that's because I had just done preparation for reading excerpts okay for this so because um, I wanted to have um how many chapters were in each book in case you got the book mm -hmm. correct mm -hmm. <clears throat> question 14 flint awkwardly left the room after luca asked him about no asked him out that's flub i flubbed flint awkwardly left the room after luca asked him out true or false true true correct flint tells eden yeah. that he rambled about sports then awkwardly left the room without saying anything mm-hmm the answer can be found in the deleted scenes portion of Catmere Academy, The Insider's Guide. Uh, this is question 15. I think this one should be our last one. Uh, and okay. then I can read some bits to you and you have to guess the, the chapters. And then we can do some AMA because we had some good questions come in. Okay, okay, okay. Question 15. Who mm -hmm. asked Leah to find the spell to bring Hudson back? Who asked Jackson. Leah to find the spell to bring Hudson back. Jackson, but he did not know she was actually going to go through with it. Uh, I can do that. Correct. Jackson asked Leah to find the spell, but he didn't know it required a sacrifice, especially his mate. This answer can be found in Jackson's section of Catmere Academy, The Insider's Guide. And yet when Hudson does come back, he's a right little snit. <laughs> right, so you got three wrong? Yes. Three wrong or fifteen. So you got you had twelve. Oh, but then you also had a technicality point. Mm -hmm. so that you and I, I think I would have had more technicality points as well. <laughs> okay, fine. Blood, blood letter. Yeah, that one's up in the air. Okay, Wait, right. I want to know everybody's uh, scores. You can either put it on Instagram, or you can put it on uh, Crave the Book Tea Rooms. Yeah. Now you've heard all the answers. Well, no, you can play along. <laughs> I don't want him to, like, pause it at the end and now do it. <laughs> Quiet you. Let me, uh, let me get the books ready. These are physical books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's me flicking through the books. Right. Would you like to start with a nice, easy one? Okay. And what have I got to do? Have I got to finish the sentence or work no, out no. which book it's do from? Do you just tell me which book this is from? Okay. And then tell me the chapter. Okay. There's n there's no way I can tell you the chapter. I can tell you what happens in that chapter. If you, maybe, if but you, not the title of if, the chapter. No, no, not the title of the chapter. Just the number. They would never be able to do that. I will give you a point if you can get it within ten. Because I okay. I had no idea how small these chapters were. Yeah. There are more chapters than pages in her books. Did you know that? <laughs> okay. I stand at the outer tarmac doors, staring at the plane. I'm about to get on, and try my hardest not to freak the F out. It's easier said Crave, than done. Crave, chapter one. That is correct. Crave, chapter one. I thought Tommy was going to start with an easy one. 
the technicality is on that one. It's not chapter one. It's chapter zero. Oh. Uh, and chapter, well, I got it within ten. And chapter zero yeah. is half a page. <laughs> uh, and the chapter is titled If you're not living on the edge You're taking up too much space So that's correct yeah. Oh I would not have got the title chapter <laughs> to- Told you told you it's easy you're, you're 100% at the moment Okay let's quit while we're ahead <laughs> Okay Excerpt number two This is where it steps up difficulty Uh Maybe I wasn't as smooth getting through those safeguards as I thought. Hutton tells me in an aside, even as he shifts to put his body in front of mine. It's a move that should piss me off. I am a gargoyle, after all, and more than capable of defending myself. Covet. That is correct. You have to hazard a guess at chapter number. Would you like to know how many chapters uh, are in the book? No. Okay. The, it was a. It was two hundred and six. It was. What? It, it, yeah. It was. It was. I'm reckon. It was. It was chapter thirty-five. Thirty-five. And I am giving you a point if you can get within ten. It was number twenty-six. Mm. So you are nine away. So you get a point. Oh. Okay, I'm rolling my shoulders, cracking my knuckles. I'm getting it down the streets. <laughs> the chapter is titled, Why Can't You Be Positive? Yep. Because blood. I, I got Lil it. Lil lol. I got it. Okay. Excerpt number three. <clears throat> oh my God. I gasp, all but running to the window. Oh my God, how did you know? You've only mentioned them like three different times he answers sliding the window open and climbing onto the parapets before holding his hand out to crave. me crave crave and chapter number please 72 <laughs> you sounded confident with that one tell me the correct chapter was 54 mm. so you got a point for the book but you don't get a point for the chapter. God damn it, Grace. Okay. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm, I'm confident. I, I, the books are easy. Easy, easy, easy. This was a worry of mine because I feel like relationships between characters can be easily defined by the books. Yeah, but also it's like, okay, well, when did that happen in terms of like the journey or the adventure in the book? And you have to kind of work out, okay, was it early on in the book or was it midway through the book? Yeah. And yeah, each time I forget just how many chapters there are. Okay. <clears throat> I'm ready for the next one. Hey, do you know what's for dinner tonight? I ask as Macy and I make our way down the dragon sconce lit hallways to the cafeteria. We both worked up a massive appetite researching mating bonds for the last three hours. Crush. Crush. No. Keep going. (laughs) For the last three hours. Although no closer to discovering someone else whose bond had been severed or any mention of a spell to do it. (laughs) I forgot to check. Covet and it's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday? Yep. I don't understand the reference. Are you trying to name the chapter? I think that day, that day is a Wednesday. I think I should get more points 
for knowing that than that. I see. Okay. Right. I will, I will continue reading. I will continue reading for your ego. Whatever it is, it will be terrible. She makes a disgusted face and sighs. It's one of the bad Wednesdays. It's a bad Wednesdays? Wednesday. Question mark. <laughs> uh, the name of. Anyway, you need to tell me chapter number. Right, chapter number. Uh, it, it's, it's relatively early on in the book. Mm-hmm. I'm going 13. Chapter 13. The chapter was number three. Three? <gasps> I'm within 10. You are within 10. <laughs> the, name, the name of the chapter is Keep Calm and Wingo On. Wow, that was really early on in the book then. Yes, it was. Oh. Except number five. How many are there of these? Uh, I've done ten, but we can stop whenever you feel like. We can stop after five. Okay, I'm just, I'm feeling apprehensive. Okay. I jump to my feet, shifting into my gargoyle form as I do, so that the vines are ripped apart by my larger stone size. But I'm way behind Simone. And I'm terrified I won't be able to catch her before she tosses the comet to a teammate and I never catch up. Crush? That is correct. And which chapter do you think it is? 122. You guess 122? I'm so nervous. Why? It means nothing. Your voice is your voice is springing out like they're like. I feel like I'm playing for money. Like, <laughs> just. Are you sure that's your final answer? Your guess was 122. Uh huh. The correct answer was 114. <gasps> that is correct. Yeah. The chapter is titled "Fake It Till You Break It." What is that regarding to, by the way? Uh, tosses um, a comet. <laughs> um, so there is a sports game called Ludes, and the comet is kind of like their version of a bludger, and it vibrates and gets hotter and hotter and hotter whilst you hotly play because it's it's like hot potato. Okay, I had presumed it was something like that. Uh, yeah, and uh, Simone was on the opposing team. Okay, I had thought it was something like that. Right, are you ready for number six? Yes. Fantastic. I give him my very best fake smile, because that doesn't sound ominous at all. Hey, I'm just keeping it real. He leans in close. You want another tip? I didn't realise that was the first tip. I answer with a roll of my eyes. (laughs) That's so dirty now, isn't it? Oh, you wait till we get further in. There are... (laughs) Some, there's some awkward reads. That's what you said. There are some, <laughs> there are some awkward reads for a husband to read to his wife. Nah, there is no awkwardness between us, baby. What book do you think it was? <laughs> I want to say, crush. That is correct. Which chapter do you uh, think? You're really good at getting these chapters, by the way. So far, you've only got one wrong. I'm going to, like, 68. I eat my words. You're terrible at picking chapters. Uh, that was chapter 10. 10? Yeah, that was very I don't on. even know who said it. 
this time when he smiles, his teeth gleam white and it's just a little sharp against... Da, 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 da. Oh, so it's Hudson, but like literally just when he's come back. It does not say a character's name on that page. Flint's cheeks flush a little. So maybe Flint? No? No, I don't think so. I don't think that Flint would be so like venomous. He like It sounds like a Hudson quote where he's just... He's just finally been seen by her. I have no knowledge on this top topic. Although I'm holding the book and I literally have the page in front of me. We'll I go back a you. page. Like, what was the fantastic in reference? But Flink just winks at me and says, because no one who doesn't have to be here would ever come to this class. Then we go to the next chapter. Fantastic. I give him the very best fake smile. So, so it is Flint. Yeah. Okay. So that's when he's kind of not flirting with grace but it sounds like he's flirting with grace and then jackson gets all like excuse me excuse me man uh, the name of that chapter was one giant pain in my ass god damn it uh would you like to carry on we have yes. got four more okay this is number seven <clears throat> needless to say there's no going to sleep after that there's no doing anything except checking and rechecking my throat about a thousand times in the next two hours as I wait for the last of the drugs and what I'm hoping is some kind of bizarre hallucinogen to wear off. So that's that's Crave. And which chapter do you think? That's correct. Chapter 65. Chapter 65? The correct answer is chapter 38. What? She gets bitten like... Wow. That is about halfway through the book, a little bit after halfway. There's only 60 chapters. Um, I can give you that answer. Get past uh, acknowledgements. I thought that that was like midway through the book, but I thought that there was like 120 chapters. I'm trying to be brave. careful with this book because this is your nice signed book. As opposed to the other ones. <laughs> all right. Look at me with all my riches. <laughs> Uh, no, this is the one with the, that you've got in America that's got the, the nice edges. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to be careful. Oh my god, there's so many Jackson chapters at the end. 65. There are 65 chapters in that, in that book. See, I was going on the assumption that there were 120. Oh, so would you like a point, would you? No, it was just more that like I thought that they were this, I thought Crave was the same length as the other books because it's, it's just as fat. Okay. Well, so, my shelf. so far you're nailing the books. Um, but... I mean, I've read the first half of Grave. And can I give you a percentage? Can you give me a percentage of the book? And what I have to. Oh no, it's like oh, what chapter is this? Oh, it's about fifty-four percent of the way through the book. Uh, sure, we'll change the rules. No, actually, no, we're not going to change the rules. We're, st we're keeping the rules. The rules are in place. <laughs> Two, three more to do. Uh, <laughs> I want a different ruling system. Yeah, you can't change. The, <laughs> you can't change the rules. I'm going to change the rules so that I rule that everything that I did was correct. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, right. Uh, now, this is question 78%. <laughs> Are you ready? This is number eight. I hope it's, I hope it's a steamy one. <laughs> You're very quiet. Uh. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, Jackson, you didn't have to do this. I walk towards the table feeling more than a little bit fluttery as I take in the candles and the sparkling water Crush. and ice and Crush. the flowers. Crush. It's one of my favourite quotes in that, the, that scene. The really beautiful flowers. They're so gorgeous. I'm glad he, you he, like he, them. He, he, he. I love them. 
<laughs> he he runs he runs to um San Diego to get, to get her tacos, and uh, Hudson's in her head still, and he looks at him like he got you meat as a present, <laughs> meat. <laughs> uh, so you, what? Sorry, you said which book? That's Crush. That is Crush indeed. How many chapters in total are there in Crush? And we'll get to the end. There are. I'm really, I, I don't want to disturb these books. Uh, 125. 67. That was chapter 42. You started it. so strong. Could do it. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> the bottom of my heart. It's Jaxie Waxy's fault. <clears throat> are you oh, ready? Jackson. I... Oh, Jackson. Jackson. Are you ready for number nine? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> and you wanted steamy. <laughs> number nine. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hudson groans a little, arches into me, and it's my turn to take over. My turn to press kisses into his neck, his collarbone, the hollow of his throat. He <laughs> smells. <laughs> he smells good. So good. Like sandalwood and sun and warm, inviting amber. I want you invite to, me to do what? I want to burrow into him and stay right here against him for as long as this moment and this world will let me. Any more? <laughs> I mean, there's a whole book. <laughs> <laughs> that is covered. Uh, that is correct. <laughs> and of the um, of the hundred and sixty-one chapters, that would be. 93 93 you guess 93 but the correct answer is 86 mm. that's within 10 within 10 that's within 10 i'll take it and i worked that out because we've done 101 chapters so far and that was one of our recent episodes. one of your recent ones yeah <laughs> okay yeah final one I, I definitely think that you could read steamy, steamy, raunchiness. Well, if people are interested in that, which I'm but The problem is you'd start giggling halfway through. No, no, no. I would make sure I record. No, no, no. I, I would be the epitome <sighs> of professionalism. Well, I would. If that's what people ask for, I would... Um, that would do that. No, I would do it properly. I wouldn't laugh. It's only, it's only funny because... Oh, grace. Oh, grace. No. I, I would only do that. I, I'm only laughing because you're in the party and you made me laugh. <laughs> right, you ready for the last one? Me. You ready for yes. the last one? Yes. <clears throat> it's okay, I tell him, stepping closer so I can put a soothing hand on his shoulder. He freezes at my touch, and I realize, like with the water, this is the first real human contact this poor man has had in more than a millennia. Um, that's covert. That is uh, correct. A hundred and fifty-two. One hundred and fifty-two. The correct answer is one hundred and sixty-one. It is the final chapter. <gasps> it's the final chapter I covered. <gasps> but <gasps> it's with all right. It's within ten. You got it. Yay! That was that. You got passionate at the end there. 
Yeah. So, ten questions. Ten. Do you want to know why I got passionate? Why? I know it's really dumb, but I couldn't work out whether that was within ten. <laughs> you can. Oh, you can work out whether. <laughs> 152 I was, was like, wait, that's either 9 or 11. I can't work it out, therefore. <laughs> you're, you're in. You're in. So, yeah. of uh, of 10 readings, you got 10 books correctly. Mm-hmm. And you got 6 chapters. Nice. That's not bad. That is not bad nice. at all. Right, are you ready for some questions? I am ready for my Ask Me Anythingsness. Okay, I have your mobile phone here don't look at my photos oh god you get a lot from a lot from men don't you (laughs) you also have a lot of dick pics they've been sent through uh it's all those eggplants (laughs) yeah uh so i need to go to your story if you could ask amber anything what would it be so i have one two three four four, six i have six here okay and i will read them out uh some of these can be quick fire uh, some of these can be like a little bit, a bit more. Mm-hmm. This is from Hazel Hiddleston on Instagram. Hi. What is your favourite Britishism? Britishism. That's yeah. Um, I I love how our insults can be absolutely anything, and our verbs can be absolutely anything, as long as the tone is right. The other british person can understand exactly what we're talking about like on friday we went out and got absolutely batteried yeah yeah oh my god i got so trolleyed last night yeah um Meaning... and yeah you can say like you absolute spit wad of a cock womble <laughs> and you know you know that that's an insult nobody nobody would say that and go oh they clearly think i'm a diamond it it is <laughs> it is quite a good britishism depending on what it is that is being emphasized so if you if you take uh the battery one it's like oh i got absolutely battery on friday but then also oh, i walked into the living room and absolutely batteried my foot on the coffee table yep. like yep. no it's the same word but it completely means something different yeah good question i woke up and absolutely muffined my face on the side of the door <laughs> uh this is also from hazel hedderston mm-hmm. uh tell us more about what tracy said about what she wrote uh, what she wrote anxiety it cut off in the podcast. Oh yeah, I'm so frustrated about that. I'm so sorry for everybody that was. I'm I'm dumb. So this I'm dumb is, and I didn't charge my phone. This <laughs> is referring to when you went to Barcelona. The yes. the video of her Q and A can be found on your YouTube channel, and the yep. audio is on Spotify and all other Podbean related mm-hmm. podcasts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, would you like to elaborate? Um. So uh, if anybody hasn't watched the video, my question essentially was you write anxiety so well from the point of view of somebody who either suffers from it or has somebody close to them who suffers from it have you yourself experienced anxiety in order for you to be able to write it so well um tracy did say that yes um she has done a lot of research into anxiety to be able to kind of portray it well in her books um but her wife does suffer from it and she did kind of go into the fact that she she did she kind of wanted to teach people not only that anxiety was something that could be surmounted that you could climb above it and survive it uh, but also how to teach people who are around others who are suffering from it how to 
combat it and distract them from it which is why Hudson's so good at getting Grace to do mental maths so that it's using the other side of her brain like her logical side of the brain um how Grace grounds herself by describing how many tiles there are in the room and and those kind of things um like how she wants to have like that tactile feeling of things underneath her feet they were all things that Tracy had introduced to her life with her wife who was suffering and I think she specifically said that it was due to the aftermath of corona and how they were kind of confined in their house for a very long time and things just started to build in a mental health way and that's what she kind of spoke about after the video cut off and I'm really sad that it did but that's essentially what she said that's a very good answer yeah it was like I, I did a lot of research however I did this research because a loved one close to me suffers from it and I wanted to learn more not just to improve my marriage and my wife's experience of life but also so that when I kind of give these books over as a custodian to a younger generation they also know how to handle it in their everyday life whether they're a sufferer or someone who is observing someone suffering it okay good question hazel um this one comes in also on instagram uh brits anquist underscore 18 hi um, <laughs> if the book became a movie who would you want to play hudson and grace Oof, I want someone new. I know that uh, there was a lot of people that um, suggest Timothy Chalamet and um, that guy who was in the After series that I don't remember his name because it's a really silly name like Ever or Ego or something. Um, I, I want someone new. I feel like if they bring in other actors such as how people want the Salvatore brothers to come in, uh, Damon Salvatore to be Hudson, A, he's like 45 and Hudson is like 20. Um, but also they've already had their life and uh, as a character, they've already built their character. It would be kind of like getting Daniel Radcliffe to play any other character. He is Harry Potter. No matter how many other roles he plays, he will never have to work again because he is known as Harry Potter. Um, but he's having fun in his acting career and doing other things that aren't taking so seriously. But I, I would like somebody to cast completely new actors and actresses so that they would be Grace and they would be Hudson and they've never been anybody else. Um, I am hoping that it is someone very similar to Ian Summerholder, who played Damon Salvatore, because there is something about the way that he just portrays watching someone being in love with his girl, not being okay with it, being very rude about it, but he still comes all out as the good guy in the end. I think it is important for a, an establishing franchise to pick somebody that mm -hmm. is that is unknown. That's and 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 the correct age. As much as, yes, you can age someone down with makeup and special effects and just acting in general, there is something about a 40-year-old playing an 18-year-old that makes me very uncomfortable um, because they are going to be fawned after by a lot younger generation. And that also then puts them in a really awkward spot 
when it comes to uh, like promotions and the red carpet and things like that that actually they can't be the heartthrob anymore because they've kind of got to dad age that is very that's very kids. difficult to do with the crave series though because crave is shot or, or the books themselves are shot in such a short amount of time I mean, mm-hmm. isn't the crave book itself the first one literally four days yes, uh, yes. the books beyond and by the that, time that's like a year yeah the books beyond that are they so if crave starts on day one mm-hmm. where are we at in cover like are we day 100 uh day we i would say that we we've had about eight months pass by the end of cover and that's three movies which will take a year to film, a year to promote and get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And and more so if they turn it rather than a film it is a TV series it would take even longer. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I I feel like they need to start with somebody who is a lot younger so that they grow into the role. Um that does kind of bring into question the whole child actor issues where you know when you watch something and you're like, you know when you watch um Philosopher's Stone? Yeah. And you watch it and just there are acting scenes that are cringy because they are child actors who don't know how to quite act yet. I read it at a Hogwarts a, a, a history. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, they just mumble the lines and it's like, sod it, that'll do. Yeah, some of, some of the themes in these books are from the point of view of a hundred-year-old vampire. So they need to kind of have a bit more maturity than what an 18-year-old would bring to the set. So it is going to be very, very difficult to cast them. However, you can definitely get an old head on young shoulders um, and maybe find an actor who is youthful in look, also has the physical qualities of what they're supposed to look like and also are able to talk about topics that are beyond their years when it comes to torture, anxiety, um sacrifice um there's a lot of themes throughout the books that are a bit more adult than an 18 year old would necessarily be able to handle okay that was question three we still have six more to go so okay we'll try and speed them up a little bit unless you want to elaborate a little bit more uh this one also from brit sanquist 18 uh are we going to find out what all the stings mean (laughs) the strings the strings the strings um so we find out what all of the strings mean in charm um is a very it's like a throwaway comment in charm but if you read charm hudson understands it immediately what they are um and it makes a lot of sense it is to do with her being a gargoyle and being able to make relationships with everybody in a profound way, not just a, oh, I like this person. It's a, I am connected to this person now from forever. Okay, this next question, I'm going to limit you to three answers, okay? Okay. Uh, this is from Rabiandi underscore B. Rabiandi. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm pronouncing these correctly. Rabiandi B. What other fantasy series do you recommend? I'm limiting you to three here. Um, so in terms of books... Um, I would recommend the um, A Court of Thorn and Roses series just for the world building. I, it makes me very happy to read all of those books. Um, I also loved um, the... Um, oh, what were they called? Oh, no. Uh, the like Northern Lights, the, the His Dark Materials uh, by Philip Pullman, which is now on TV, which is 
something that you could also read along. And um, the Guild series, I think they're called the Plated Prisoner series. They are really, really good um, series. There's a lot of things in there that if you are triggered by things that I wouldn't recommend reading, uh, like rape. Um, however, they are an amazing series and I, I really, really enjoyed them. Um, this one also from Rab Rabbi Andy B. Uh, what made you read the series? Starla. <laughs> Was that literally just Starla? Uh, so, yeah, Starla. So she she knows that um, I fall into kind of reading slumps where I'll either be reading every day for a month uh, or then I'll not read for about six months. And I was in a reading slump where I had not read anything for ages. And um, she messaged me via a app called Marco Polo where she gets to video message me. And uh, she said, there's this new book. It's like Harry Potter meets um, like Twilight. And it's amazing. It's incredible. And I think that you should read it. Uh, they're a really quick read uh, if you're just reading the first book. Uh, it's second book is where it gets amazing. I really recommend that you push through the first book. Um, and I also think that you this is going to be made into a movie. She was like, it has that vibe of it's going to be big. Um, so that's why I read Crave. Okay, so that is it for Instagram. Uh, these mm -hmm. questions go... Uh, Thank you very much, by the way, for replying to us yes thank um, you i know it's such short notice <laughs> as well like you literally put that out before we started recording yes when it sorted the dogs out and then started uh and then this one comes in from the create the book podcast tea room i have three here mm -hmm. this one comes in from caitlin abbott what has been your favorite episode of the podcast you've recorded i'm only on episode 31 but so far mine has definitely been the one with your husband just speaking or the garlic mushroom this is an emojis by the way or the garlic, mushroom, and snail. Oh, God, the snail. I think it was the slug. The sn Be before slug. you answer, thank you very much, Caitlin. I really enjoyed that episode. Uh, <laughs> for those who haven't or have skipped it because it was bad, uh, episode 28 was the first one I did. Um, Starla had a, an issue and we, we just sort of recorded. And I, I enjoy listening to that. I enjoy listening to how yeah. we talk to each other. <laughs> you're my favorite person we get, in the we whole get world. interacting with each other you're my favorite person in the whole world ah oh, thanks and you know sometimes how you... could i not want to be mated to my best friend i don't know what that means well it's okay <laughs> everybody else does good uh, and yes yeah, she, she says about garlic mushroom and a snail so elaborate uh so yeah the garlic mushroom and the, and, and the snail episode are always fun but they're like they're like tiny tiny kind of anecdotes within the episodes my i can i cast a two can I pick two episodes? Uh, yes, I think so. Um, so one of my favourite episodes as a, as a, an entire episode was the charm episode, and that was because we did not have to navigate around spoilers. Um, we could literally just talk about the book, and because I loved it so much, I loved that book. It felt like I could finally offload all of the things that I had been like holding in. Um. So that was the first one. Oh, no, I've got three. I've got three. Uh, the other one's really quick, and it's the Katmere's Guide. And that was because I was in Starla's basement, and we were reading on the carpet, on, on the floor. Uh, we were reading, like, little bass buds with our, like, feet kicking in the air. <laughs> Tummies on the floor, reading the books. And then we recorded it together, like, side by side. And being with your best friend is the, the best feeling in the world, especially when you're 3,000 miles away normally. 
Um, so that uh, was another episode. I'm also in that one. Yeah. <laughs> I am also in that one. <laughs> we called you down. We called you downstairs to do a stupid reading. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was when we spoke about what would happen if humans laid eggs. <laughs> what? Yeah, so we I, I found a weird scientific article. You don't need to elab- you was... don't need to elaborate on it. If people know they know, roughly what episode would that be? Oh, um I I'm not sure, but we were talking about Flint and his childhood. Um Okay. We're on and, we're on sixty six yeah. at the moment. So are we I'm gonna get like forty ish. Forty ish. Okay, so um you still have that to look forward to, Caitlin. <laughs> Uh, check in the um, the descriptions of, on YouTube because I think the Starla kind of writes a little bit about them. In the title? Mm-hmm. Or the description? The description. Okay. Well, if she's listening to them one by one, she will eventually get to them. <laughs> uh, this one comes in from Rory Pratt, also on Facebook. Um, what was your favourite episode of the podcast to record? Well, that one's already been answered. So yeah, the the, the Catmere's Guide because we were we were right next to each other and oh, in fact, I'm gonna ju- because just... there was a second question, we, we can go back into it. Um, so you, you basically named podcasts because other other than the last one you said, uh, because you are unrestrained, you could talk about anything. Yes. Do you also did one for Court? Was that not one of your favourites? Um. So Court. I felt like it was way too long a thicker book for us to get it all out in one episode. And when we had read it, we still took about a week afterwards because Starla was so slow at reading because <laughs> um, she was trying to fit it in amongst everything else in her life that actually by the time we were recording the episode, I'd kind of forgotten a lot of what happened in the book. So it wasn't as natural and as fluid and as intuitive as the charm episode was was because the charm episode we re- we read it and then two, two days later we recorded and we um, have so it was all very fresh in my mind we have one more question i'm going to read it to you and then i'm going to reword it okay uh this one comes from uh anika mole mm-hmm. anika mole hi <laughs> if you could force your husband to read any book beside the craze series what book would it be and why and I'm going to reword that to, if you could force your husband to read any other book series, what book would it be and why? Because you've already made a suggestion. Um, I have already made a suggestion and you hate it. Actually, you've made a few suggestions. But the one... Yeah, so I, I've, I've made oh. you read um, the Gone series by Michael Grant. Which I enjoyed. For the, you really enjoyed. Uh, about two thirds of it. And then they started to be like a bit like the X-Men, where they started to introduce too many characters and too many powers, and then it got a bit boring. I loved the world. I could imagine myself as a young teen reading it. Mm-hmm. And then it got a bit too much. I like... <laughs> I mean, I don't want to spoil it too much, but I, I really liked... Because there was a reduced amount of people, it was a bit more controlled, and then they just started throwing everybody in. The idea is yes. you're under a dome. You can't keep adding people. Yeah, yeah. No, they kept on finding new people who hadn't ever had outside contact. You're like, where did you find this person? Yeah. And then there was like a weird like Gaia person in a hole. Yeah, and, uh, I, I think that's where yeah. I hopped off. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I I love the Gone series. Um. I also loved um, the Aragon series, but you did not agree with me on that. Aragon had a very 
a very high barrier for entry. Um, I found that when reading that, the author said, I'm going to use every word you've never heard of and you either catch up or you stop reading. <laughs> yep. And I said, yep. nah, you can't rewrite dragons. Dragons exist no. and the world exists and things exist. And uh, I, yeah, I got like I halfway think... through and I didn't, I, I couldn't bond with the protagonist and it might get good. It might be like you say about the Crave series. It might just improve after book two, but oh, I, no, I found no, it tough. I, I loved all of the books, um, all of the books equally. I think that mainly what I enjoyed the most was the language building. So that wouldn't have been something that you enjoyed. Yeah. Okay. So to the question, what would you recommend that I read? So a lot of my books are smut. Um, and so therefore I would not enjoy asking my husband to read them because then you would have an insight into my psyche that i would not feel comfortable uh, okay uh, that's it's like nobody wants to know what their husband is watching on pornhub <laughs> nobody i think some people not one do. person i think some people yeah do. but there's the there's the shared category that you watch together and then there's definitely the I am going to just keep clicking suggestions until <laughs> until like, I've reached my limit. Like YouTube's <laughs> Go, recommended. No, that's too far. Too far. <laughs> like too YouTube's far, recommended. Far. Okay. I have definitely read Tentacle Porn. Amber. Yes. Let me get back on track. <laughs> the question was, what series? This is my problem. What's... Is that a lot of them are like no goes. Um, there are a few series that I think that you would enjoy, uh, but they are, they're never like a trilogy ever. It's just, it's always like, here's the 12th installment of the book. Um, Alex Ryder. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Ryder. I love the Alex Ryder series. Um, they just kind of spy books where he gets to solve crimes and, and stuff like that. But they, they're very childish (laughs) <laughs> books like you're, you're reading them and you kind of feel like uh just it's very believable now it's a bit cliche uh it's that person that person is the mean person come on hurry up um and i also really really enjoyed um some books that would probably be a bit too feminine for you so there's there's a series called the birthmark series and it's about a midwife and uh, she finds out that so she has the tattoo babies with a little combination code so that they know what the babies who the babies belong to as parents okay and then they get excelled to the enclave where they never get to see it again and uh, essentially it, it turns into a bit of a kind of incest party because no one knows who the babies belong to but she's the only one that is tattooing the baby so she's the only one that knows who it belongs to who and uh, yeah interesting i wonder how far as a story that could go yeah because um and then the other the other series i think that you'd really enjoy is uglies um so there's uglies pretties specials and extras um and it's about a society that once you become 18 or of age you get surgery to become the perfected version of yourself um and it's the decision of like oh i can't wait for my surgery i can't wait for my surgery and then one person rebelling against that and going i don't want it and running away and being considered an ugly okay um 
but again it's it's all from the point of view of a female and uh protagonist and i don't say that that's that's not your cup of tea because female versus male protagonists is is irrelevant it's all very feminine themes like being a midwife and delivering children uh or like going through society thinking that you are ugly and getting surgery to fix it kind of thing okay um, I'm sure that there are other series that I'm like, oh yeah, no, they're really, really good, but a lot of them are like fairy porn. <laughs> you have a type. Like I, I wouldn't recommend the A Court of Thorn and Roses series to you because you would be like, this is all sex. Why, why is this necessary? And I'm like, you have to get past the sex, and you're like, I can't get past the sex because it's every other page. <laughs> the sex in my eyes. Yeah, exactly. It's burning. Yeah, it's burning my eyes. Um, especially when you get to the, the final books, that's when you're like, this is just porn. There's this, no storyline. This is just porn. Um, and that's the majority of my shelves. <laughs> yeah, we have some lovely looking shelves. Um, and recently a conversation we had, um, well, one last story before we wrap this up, was I, you are writing a book yourself. Um, I am. And very, early, very, very early on. But you asked me about... Um, not necessarily love interests, but you're writing it from a male perspective and how mm -hmm. a female, not going to be the protagonist, but an ally can be portrayed without being, oh, this is the love interest. The obvious, look, the obvious look, choice. Love, love interest. interest yeah. Love, love. Look at love. Love in face. It's in my eyes. That's love. They're going to kiss now. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no. Maybe next book. Yeah. How do Like, I don't know whether they're going to kiss yet. Yeah. This, this is, and I don't know whether anybody listening has ever written a book before, but you don't know what your characters are going to do at any point. You might have a sudden moment of inspiration for a later scene that you write down, but at no point you do you have the full arc. Yeah, so this in the, front of you. The conversation was, and I and I suggested um, the Mortal Engines series. Um, mm -hmm. I found the book, I, the first book, because I only read the first book, and don't watch the movie because it's bad. I <laughs> I found that the female, I'll say interest but it isn't an interest. Um, she's kind of like, get the fuck away from me. She's, she comes into the scene with a big explosion and then leaves the scene and then she's just kind of in control. You find that she's more in control than the protagonist is and the protagonist is just tagging along. Mm -hmm. um, and you said, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll read that. And then you had a look online at what the book looked like and you said that's not pretty enough to be on my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, that's designated Kindle book now. <laughs> that that is li yeah. quite literally. Don't judge a book by its cover. Yes. Yeah. The thing is, like, as as much as you could say, like, oh yeah, but it's like a steampunky theme. Like, I don't it mind is. steampunky. Is like absolutely fine. They are really ugly books. <laughs> yeah, it's steampunky, and if you've, you've never even seen it, I, I mean, you may never. But it's about. Um, a sort of dystopian future where cities have evolved and now move so it's from the perspective of london and london is one of the giants and it just mm -hmm. it drives around on treads and just eats other small places so like I, there's like a chase scene where london is um chasing like a small hamlet and everyone in london is like oh we're eating tonight because the Lon london eats this little hamlet and it means that it can start to dissect the, all the parts that make it up. So all the trees get reused, all the gears and cogs and like treads for repair. Um, what happens to the people? Do they... They become slaves. 
Oh, the, nice. Yeah, yeah, the people become slaves. Oh, I see. Um, I see. Unless they're useful. Uh, it basically takes yeah. their history. So if they've got any museums or libraries, they mm-hmm. get to their libraries expand. London's library expands. And it's such an interesting world. And there's just a no man's land where there are no cities and towns. Uh, yeah. And I, I love that as a world. I've, I've really wanted more about the world. It sounds like a cool world. I think I've watched the movie and I wasn't impressed. So yeah, but don't watch that, that's, not, that's never a reason for me to not want to read a book. It's more of a, I didn't think that I would be interested in the book. Um, there was another thing that I, I brought up when I was talking about my, my world building and I was saying I wish sometimes that Hunger Games wasn't so prominent in society because it means that a girl can never hold a bow and arrow without that being her thing. I think your actual quote was I wish Hunger Games wasn't a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you came downstairs, you're it's like, like I, I, wish I wanted my character to be able to wield a bow and arrow and not yet be perceived as, oh, well, she's clearly going to be a legolas of this movie. It's like, no, she can just have it as a weapon to keep herself safe or bring herself food. She might be really crap at it, but now she can't have a bow and arrow because it's too cliche. It's too overdone. Um, so yeah, and, and those are the other books that you've also, you've already read them. Like that's, that's some of the issues is, is that some of my favorite books you have already read. Yeah. Uh, so Harry Potter. Incred- um, incredible series. Games. I know it's so cliche to say Harry Potter is a good series. It's an incredible series. It's, it is. So, it's a really it's, good world build. It's long enough to get involved and related to the characters and find a mm-hmm. character that most relates to you. And, and it proper gives you an emotional roller coaster. It's so good. So good. Also, some of my favoritest storylines ever, favoritest storylines ever, have just been our D and D sessions, and that sounds really <laughs> sad. Yeah, because like that's not a true book; it's not a novel that you can read. But the playing with friends and just the funny things that happen just naturally because you're playing with funny people. I think those make the best. Storyline. I think the value there is that you're basically writing a story together. We mm-hmm. we play D and D quite a lot, and I've DM'd quite a bit. And it's never players versus dungeon master. It's we are writing a story together. Yes. I am the world. How you interact with the world changes, and I want to lean into that. And it makes such good stories. And like sometimes we're still talking about things two years after a session. Like when we came to the very end of our Curse of Strahd campaign, uh, normally we play online because of COVID and everything. It was it was a way to, to socialize with our friends. But our finale was in our living room. And mm-hmm. I had built parts of the castle. And we, we went for like 11 a.m. until 3 a.m. A few breaks <laughs> in there, but... Yeah, yeah, it was it was a really good session. It was a marathon. And I think that like those are the, those are just like the greatest stories. Yeah. Because it's a, a story that you played a part in. Yeah. And you died. I did. I did die. You, your character <laughs> died. But you were still invested. And, yeah. And as, as a DM, it's not... You didn't die. You became a pivot in the story. Mm-hmm. So from my point of view, the, the battle changes. It becomes the swivel point. It's the big finale. It's, you're meant to have the big endings people dying i mean it happens in harry potter spoilers harry (laughs) Harry dies Um, he does (laughs) anyway this 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 sounds boring it sounds like we're rambling and we've been going for well over an hour now yeah um like uh, those are the those are my answers to the questions is that the books that 
I would recommend he has already read. Um, but if I could recommend them, I would need to be in front of my shelves remembering uh, whether they had filthy, filthy things inside them the, or not. The correct answer to would you recommend a book series, the best book series is our D&D sessions. Yes. So, Or my book. <laughs> yeah. um, I also think that Scott should read Starla's book, the channel. Um, that doesn't have any filthy, filthy things in it. Oh, that's a shame. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's like a cybernetic kind of dystopian like engineering world you have you'd enjoy you have like tw- a rubik's cube you have 20 seconds to tell me the channel and what i should like about it go um so the channel it starts off and it, it, it's very cliche you, you start off and you read the chapters and you're like Ugh, just like yeah she's landed her job and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. she's dating the boss's daughter like son blah, blah 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 turns out all of that irrelevant um, she gets thrown into this world that is completely different to anything else you've ever experienced. It's not like a, oh, you've thrown into a fantasy world where there are trees and animals you've never heard of. No, she's thrown into just this, like, Tron-like cybernetic Rubik's Cube. That was the longest 20 seconds. There was many seconds in there where I did say nothing. Okay, so, so you're, you're only taking audible seconds. Yes. Okay. Right. Word blindness is a thing. <laughs> okay, and that can be found on Amazon. Yes, if you're in, yes. If you're interested in Starla's book, it can be found on Amazon, on Kindle, and uh, physical copy. And I'm pretty sure if you post it in the tea room asking for a signed copy, she will be more than happy to send you one. Excellent. Right, do you want to wrap this up? Yes. Uh, so next week should be back to our regularly scheduled covert books where we read i think it's chapters 101 to 106 correct i think i read today um so starla should be back for then and that will be uh just after christmas i think it's the 27th of december um and then until then uh we've got to say goodbye well it's been Bye-bye. oh you didn't know I, did, I didn't i didn't get the build up ready I... do you want it one hold on hold on hold on two. it's hold on it's been a pleasure to record with you I love being on these podcasts. If you ever... I'll see you in a minute. Yeah, I'll see you in a minute when we go get dinner. But (laughs) I I love recording these podcasts and I love hearing uh, people enjoying it. Um, That's the first first time I've seen someone comment about the one I was on. Unless I go go and look at the YouTube video. Um, Which you do every day. I I sure I love it. It is my uh, home screen when I turn my browser on. Uh, (laughs) It it fills me with with happy. Um, But yeah. Thank, thank you for having me on. Maybe we should start our own podcast. What what would it be about? Um, what, the Westwoods. The Westwoods. We'll think about that. Okay. <laughs> so, big big finale? Yeah. Ready? Bye-bye! Bye-bye. <laughs>